I'm not a big fan of the South African team being in the European Cup. The trick is in the name. You can see that one part doesn't fit into the other. I do think they've brought a huge amount of style and some fantastic rugby to Subscribe it. to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Let's talk out of the football now then. So Fermanagh and Derry contesting an Ulster Championship quarterfinal at Brewster Park five o'clock this afternoon. Then at four o'clock tomorrow, Tyrone and Monaghan do battle in the last eight of the province of Healy Park. Joining me to look ahead and give us reflections on what we saw last weekend is Dunny Goals, former All-Ireland winner, Eamon McGee. Eamon, good afternoon. Afternoon, John. How's the form? How are you getting on? I'm getting on good. I'm getting on good. Good, good. Great to talk to you. Um, Ulster has always been viewed mainly, Eamon, in recent years as the most competitive championship in the provinces. Um, do you feel the focus of players will be altered in any way with all the new additional structures? Because I'm sure counties will be looking to peak around the round robin time. Oh, definitely. I think that was coming in regardless. You know, the provincials had been somewhat diluted and they're, they're a wee bit more diluted now in terms of the in terms of the setup of the of the championship. But but what I like, if you asked me a year ago, yeah. Like in terms of the provincials, I would have said they're dead duck, like they're gone and it's just time we stop delaying the inevitable. But but I think I've seen enough last last weekend to say that there's something there for everybody now. You know, in terms of the Talton Cup. If you feel that's above your level, you go for your provincial. If you like there's about five or six teams that would have no interest in winning a provincial title at the minute, does them no good. Uh you put your eggs in, into the All-Ireland series. So I feel that there's enough now to try and keep every, everyone happy, but we, we, we'll have to wait and see now. Yeah, so Cavan need to get to the final in Ulster, and as do uh, Clare in Munster uh, to be guaranteed a uh, place in the Sam Maguire. But there are teams, as you say, that there's a jeopardy element now. Meath have to get to the Leinster final, for example. Kildare and Cork could be dragged into the situation where they're not actually playing the Sam Maguire Cup if there's more shocks. It is complicated, but it's it's kind of it's feeling its way out. I think one of the legacies of Clare beating Cork is that Meath have to get to the Leinster final now. Um, if you were a player uh, still now, Eamon, is this what you'd want, like a league campaign? straight into provincial run then around Robin followed by quarterfinals and whatever would lie in store beyond that as a, as a player no I, I always thought and it's it's changed somewhat since since I would have played that you had a wee lull in terms of get yourself right you went at the league found your feet gradually throughout the league and then you just had your championship training you, you don't have that so if you're coming into bad form in the league it's very hard to get out of that hole you know it's very hard to, fi- to find to find the feet again and if you if you nip the hamstring, say you know you're out for fourteen days, possibly three weeks, then it's very hard to get back into the, into that championship team um, and and get 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 your f- foot in the door again. Now, so as a player, no, but the split season is where it's at now, and we we have to just make peace with that. We're not going to keep everybody happy, but we we had to because the, it just wasn't sustainable the way the way the calendar was uh, before this. Mayo would have wanted to win last weekend, but is there then maybe a blessing in disguise that they've got a break now for six weeks till the round robin? It, it depends. You know, we'll, we'll know we'll know we'll be able to answer that question in, in, in six weeks. That people come down differently in that argument. Games seem to be the, preferable to some people. Some people prefer the training, get get a few things now. Um, but for, for me, if if that provincial was do or die, Mayo I think would have won that game. You yeah. know that that if they really had their eyes set firmly on Connor that they, they would have come through they would have found a way to, to win that game um, so the, the, for them they probably are happy enough Yeah it might have also altered their way they kind of looked at the league as well um, What did you feel about Ross Common last weekend? It was a great win for them 
It was it was a brilliant one, and it it kind of it was one of the things that I watched the the New York game that 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 night then, and it was one of the things that you know breathed life into this provincial argument to see the way worse Combo had at it, and um, tactically they got it right. They you know this whole thing about about hunger and all that, but they were hungry because they just defended better, and you know wee bit of lessons there to learn for 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 Mayo again. You'd hope that they, they finally take it on board now. But from a Roscommon perspective, uh, it's they were very, very impressed with them. It really showed why we have New York and London in the championship. I remember uh, we did a feature on London 10 years ago when they reached the Connacht final. It was a brilliant story and all the expats in London for so many years going to Ricelip and helping out with everything. And then they got to the Connacht final. And for New York last weekend, it was we were all watching. We were all up late at night. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, and, and I knew at half time, you know, Leitrim were going to be in bother. Now I thought that Leitrim and Fairness had a few opportunities in, in, in normal time to to put New York away, but I'd say they nearly got caught up on the occasion and the emotion that was within. And you know, from looking on on the TV or looking on the on the Diego app, which is brilliant, it, it just seemed a great occasion. You know, that the, the Gales, the young Gales that are out there in, in New York, that'll stay with them, you know, and hopefully that, that'll push them towards play, playing and up the standard throughout throughout that whole that whole uh, region. Did you ever play out there? Never got a few got a few offers now right. and I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I regret now. I think I'll uh, go out as a put the CV out to a few clubs as a coach possibly and uh, go go on that circ- circuit now but I always uh, had convinced myself that Donegal were going to win Ulster in the no- in the noughties when we were as far away as uh, Tory Lighthouse now but yeah, <laughs> hindsight's great it isn't it um, so so we got Fermanagh Derry at 5 o'clock today Brewster Park amazing that Fermanagh have never won an Ulster title isn't it when you think about the whole history over 100 years Jay they've never won Ulster and they had good teams they, they've had brilliant teams. You think back, was it 2004? They had a great run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're just about it. I watched that game recently enough in terms of the last six months and didn't realise how, how close they were to actually to actually beat them and, and, and get them to that final. Um, and they have such great tradition. They have such good people in it. So it, it is a big surprise. And, and they're one of the teams that would feel that they're maybe a wee bit above the Talton Cup and really go at this provincial title and just tick that box and say we've we we're, we finally won a an Ulster championship. Can they do it against Derry? It's it's I don't I don't think so. D- D- Derry are just a, a different animal and they'll you know you're looking at six to seven points in, in my eyes anyway. So what would Rory Gallagher uh, for man a man have taken out of the, do- the division two final they conceded four goals anything to worry about for later in the year or just a case of look a bit of adjustment required plenty to worry about plenty to worry about for for, for Rory Gallard and once again showed the the limitations in terms of once they come up against that really really, really good side you know I was chatting the dairy man last weekend and he says we're we're going to beat ninety percent of the teams out there uh, but when you get into Crow Park when you get up against the the, the the bigger sides then you know shows were our, our limitations and there's enough time here there you, you can maybe find something else within the provincial provincial series and maybe go at it then and in, in the all Ireland series kind of whatever surprise you have have in your bag throw, throw it out there now but there there is plenty to worry about and I think as the league went on Derry were tipped you know a lot of us were saying that yeah. Derry would have potential all Ireland winners. But th- that's faded away, and you know, has kind of shown completely to be their good, but outside 
that even the even the top four that that result against Dublin, Dublin just opened them up, and and Dublin wouldn't be going overly well. Like Dublin are not truly back in business yet, um, so it it definitely shows Derry have plenty to worry about. Do you see parallels between Derry uh, and your early run in Donegal? Remember, Dublin beat eight points to six in the 2011 semi final, and then you regrouped, and the next year you won the All Ireland. Do, do you see them on a similar journey in terms of they they're getting the defensive play right, but they probably need a bit more an attack. I, I did. If you if you asked me that last year, yeah, I did. But but I don't see they've brought enough in terms of that evolution from being the defensive team that you you need to know, and they they are attack good attacking in one aspect, but they they also had the need to ter- in terms of a few strings strings to the bow. So that's where the similarities stop. There's where they've went on the defensive journey. They've become hard to beat. They've ground down teams now in order to beat the, the likes of Kerry the likes of Galway the likes of Mayo they're, they're going to have to find something else and maybe evolve that wee, wee, bit, wee bit further But Fermanagh don't have it today they've got Ulton Calm played a good league but they don't have enough you don't think to get Derry? No I, I, I think that both teams are in two, two different tiers there now um, and, and I think you know Fermanagh will make it awkward and they will be sticky you know get to the half first half they'll be sticky but Derry will just grind them down and you're looking at a six to seven point victory. It was an interesting article by Philly McMahon, Eamon, in the Irish Independent today. Uh, the, the last line was, we all play Ulster football now. He was kind of writing about a uniformity in the style of play. Um, do you kind of get that sentiment? Maybe you haven't read the article, but... Uh, no, I, I, read it, I read it this morning, surely. Now, I, I don't agree. I definitely don't agree with it. Um, I, I don't think there's anything as Ulster football. Now, yeah. if you say an Ulster mentality... I could possibly buy into that, but like the the Ulster football thing, I I, I don't get it, and, and I, I wouldn't really agree with it. He's he's kind of saying that we're playing the Ulster football way. Well, like every, every this didn't start in Ulster. You know, there, there, there's other teams that've been at it. Sorry, it's possibly started in Ulster, but it's not exclusively an Ulster, an Ulster thing. Do you see uh, uniformity on the style of play across the country, or do you see uh, teams with, um, as I say, like like with you know the way in in soccer you have managers that evolve, like Pep and like Roberto De Zerbi for Brighton has been lauded for the way he plays. Are you seeing any kind of um, new alchemists in terms of uh, county management, or do you see uniformity to the way all teams are playing? I'm I'm seeing total uniformity, and, and and I think that's kind of there's there's a fear that people are afraid to try the try the brave and the new. Like if you talk, if you go back to Philly's point, you know Dublin were able to mix it up, and, and ultimately that's where every coach wants his team to be. Is that you can if you want to play one way, we'll play that way. If you want to play this way, we'll play this way. Um, and too many coaches are afraid to go out and try and give the team that, that that freedom they're all going off the one you know they're copy and paste they're all doing the one thing and you know f- in my opinion anyway there, there's just a dearth of talent and in, in terms of the in terms of the coaches you know 80 to 90 percent of the coaches out there are just very unoriginal and uh, just doing doing off the one playbook and just there's there's a fear out there to go out and express yourself and that ultimately comes into the players then you know the players become afraid to express themselves um, and we become this methodical kind of machine-like way of playing, and and that's that's what we're seeing now. You can nearly predict the patterns of playing and and a lot of games, and hopefully there's a there's a few coaches that that step up, and you know there's so much pressure in the inter county game. I can I yeah. kind of feel sympathy for them now that 
we, we've seen it up here in the last few years with, with Declan Boner and, and, and the pressure he's felt online and yeah, everything was doom and gloom and um, there's so much pressure so it's not easy to go out and say right I have an idea how to this brave new way of playing but when you have you know players have expectations of doing well they're given a lot of their time they, they, they want to do something achieve something fans have an expectation so it's very hard to go on and, and and try this thing this new thing that some coaches might have even Joe Biden has an expectation there in mail um, <laughs> uh, for Sam the Joe Biden speeches did you? yeah 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 Is there any is there any county though that you think are a little bit outside the curve or uh, against the grain in that in what you're saying maybe Galway or Louth or, or anybody male anybody that way? Possibly, you know, Kerry have David Clifford, uh, Shawnee O'Shea um, playing similar enough to everybody else. Galway possibly have a different dynamic if they can get Comer back and you know Sh- Sh- Shane Walsh and, and Finnerty can can add in there. They would. But really, they're they're they don't vary too much from from what is what has become the the one way of playing uh, football club and intercounty. Maybe maybe if the Dubs maybe if the Dubs they they have enough about them, they have enough talent there that, and they 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 have enough in the memory banks in terms of muscle memory from their time with Jim Gavin that they can maybe go out and express themselves a wee bit more and change and change change it up, but. Probably Dublin and Galway are the only team that are really going to throw any wild, wild surprises at you from a playing style away. Um, you touched upon Donegal there, your own county, Eamon, and obviously there's been a lot of tumult in the county with Paddy Carr going, um, Aidan O'Rourke and Paddy Bradley there now, and relegated from the league. Has there been any kind of sense of a turnaround or a better vibe going into the game against Down? I, I I think there there hasn't been much word from from the camp. I know that they got away for a few days, and which which was badly needed, and just get in squad and you know turn off all the external noise. And you'd like to think that there's a wee bit of traction uh, being built now, um, because they're coming from a very very low place, and there's been so much doom and, doom and gloom. And if if there's anything about them. They'll come out. They'll come out for this down game because everybody is tipping down. But we ha- we have to remember that that down have come from from a, from such a low base now. So hopefully Donegal go go at it and give a good account of themselves in the province and and maybe have a good run of it in the All Ireland series. Maybe, maybe Donegal could be could be thinking you know we we can get ourselves right for 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 this All Ireland series and set us up nicely for the for the following year and try and build momentum that way. At Tyrone against Monaghan tomorrow, it's amazing. It's over 15 years now at the top. Conor McManus, did you have many battles with him? No, Neil, Neil was always Neil's the man, yeah. <laughs> the real danger man. I, I was always the big uh, heavy stocky full forward. Um, but no, Conor McManus. I've always said that him and James McCarthy would have been two players that I'd love to have taken into Donegal. It's just something about them that they, you know, we we talk about this winner's mentality or just the stuff or whatever way whatever uh, phrase you have that the, the both of them have it and, and McManus the fact that Monaghan's resurgence or you know great escape from from relegation in Division 1 came when McManus was on the field so he, he didn't start a few games at the start and you know he gradually got into the mix and when they needed him he, he, he was there and you know he, he had a, played a massive part in, 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 the, in that last game to to 
keep them keep them safe from Division One yet again. So he'll uh, he'll definitely go down not as one as the Monaghan greats, but one of the one of the one of the all time greats. What are the factors in the mentality? You talk about mentality, winning mentality. James McCarthy, or Ulster footballer, or Conor McManus. Are there certain aspects of that that are identifiable? I, I, I yeah, I, I think that that obsessive that obsessiveness. Um, whether, whether you can that's a, that's a debate for another day. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but I think there's an obsessiveness there. I think there's there's a will to one. Um, how many times has McManus or James McCarthy been? been in a few holes and and they've just fought their way out of it, refused to bend while others around them did. Um, and and I th- think it's more mentality. A, lo- a lot of players will have the same ability as Conor McManus, but it's it's just that mentality that's that steps that separates them from from, from the rest. You know, you look at J- Jack McCarron. Jack McCarron has so much potential and so much ability, which he's shown throughout numerous leagues. But like J- Jack McCarron hasn't really lit up a championship yet, and you know. He should be striving towards where Connor Connor McManus has been for this last, you know, over a decade now. When you were winning All Ireland in 2012 and got to the final a couple of years later, did you feel that was a complete mentality shift from the noughties, as you said, where you felt you underachieved with Donegal? Ah, yeah, that, that that was the big thing. That was the big thing. We we'd won a, we'd won a league. We we weren't duds in terms of football wise. We'd won a Division One in 2007. We're coming off the back of a. Under twenty one All Ireland final appearance with uh, with Murphy and, and and these boys, so it was just the mental mentality shift in terms of that. I touched on it that obsessiveness, that kind of single mindedness to just to one and do whatever it takes to to to, to one and represent the jersey the, to the best of your ability. And we we in fairness we 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 all bought into it now, and I think that's the that's the big thing for for a lot of players that it's just. Mentality, mentality, that one in mentality. A bit of discipline as well. Tyrone, um, they've never really been a back-to-back county when it comes to All Ireland's. Are we going to see a resurgence then this year? Do you think, Eamon? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's what's their own. There's hard to figure out these days. Uh, at, le- at least in, in the noughties when they when they won the three All Ireland's, you kind of knew that even though they had a bad follow-up year, they were always going to come back. Um, but we've seen patches of them were and during the league at times they were terrible in the league and then they went to being to being brilliant times you, you could have drove a bus through the defence and then at other times they were really really intensive really disciplined really hungry to get the turnover um, so they're very very hard to figure out um, and again you, you just don't know I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Monaghan turned them over and at the same time Tyrone would probably do better in the All Ireland series that, than Monaghan. It's just that it seems to be Tyrone react better when that back is up against the wall, and it could be a case or similar last weekend that like when Mayo were beat, that we could see see Tyrone beat today when they don't really have much interest in the provincial title. They're all about um, they want to do well in the later later part of the year, so. Um, they're hard to figure out, and I know if anybody can, they'll. Uh, I'm sure a few sports psychologists have uh, have been confounded by them too. Now, uh, is Rory Canavan the the new kid on the block? Um, they did a very good under twenty crop. Yeah, he he is. He is. You know, the the, the two Canavans would be uh, would be highly rated. You know, I've, I've seen them firsthand and seen them what they're about ability wise. Um, and. They are as good as what I've seen at com- coming up through the coming up through the ranks in terms of 
the Tyrone crop anyway, um, and they have a bit of steel about them. They're not afraid to mix it. You know, they're they're flair players, but like, like their father, they're they're fit to take it as well. They're, and they're going to get the treatment throughout the throughout the next few years. Monaghan wise uh, like it was been, in a way they've been really really close like they were only a point behind Tyrone two years ago when Tyrone won the All-Ireland that was in the Ulster final there was no back door and then they got the semi-final in 2018 five years ago are they as good though as they were? I, I, I don't think that they'll if you were to back two teams in the All-Ireland yeah. series you Tyrone ahead of, uh, Tyrone ahead of Monaghan but they're just sitting there at five or six you know, at their best day, they could possibly put into the fifth, fifth best team in Ireland. They're probably sixth, um, and ultimately, I don't see them as all Ireland winners. They they would have had their chance. I think it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And again, that game against Tyrone, I I would have felt that their uh, t- time passed then. And but they're still like you're going to pay a big price if you're going to beat May or Monaghan in in the championship this year. You're going to pay a big price to beat them. Is there much of a buzz around the fact that the championship is now upon us? I feel it's kind of just uh, just almost dawned on us. The league's over. Oh, what we're now into this championship. Is there is there excitement up in Donegal? And all the evenings are getting longer. Is there is there a feeling that we're in it now? Well, because Donegal's a bad example to give because there's just been nothing but doom and gloom. So there's yeah, not going to yeah, yeah going to be any excitement. But I get what you're saying. The, we went from that last weekend. There was a glut of games. You know, very little said about the Leinster Leinster games. It was all New York and the most common Claire, yeah. And, game and the clear and we've got to get the balance right and again it comes back to that I've said this numerous times that the GA is just poor at marketing the GA needs to really really step it up and you know these days of a, a launch getting two players up to Crow Park and getting a few reporters up to ask them a few questions there's not that's not going to generate much buzz it's not going to there's got to be thinking outside the box in terms of you know the, the the TikTok generation, the Snapchat, or, or or whatever way we need to go at it. But the GA have got to up their game in, in terms of the marketing. Yeah. So how do you call it then uh, today for Man of Derry? Maybe Derry by six or seven. You think? Derry, but Derry by six or seven. And if I had any courage at all, I would go with Monaghan. But I, I'm just going to go with the easy route and say that. Tyrone are favourites and, and they're they're gonna they're gonna win. That's the two teams I'm back in the day. When we look at the overall series we had uh, John O'Mahony, Pillar Caffrey and um um you know on the show last week and and, and what about the All Ireland? Are, are you gonna see Kerry's favourites, the dubs, Mayo, Galway? like are you really looking at three or four teams that realistically only have a chance to win the Sam? Uh if you ask me at the end of the league, uh, I, I think I gave Mayo Galway, Dublin, and Kerry as as the four four teams, not necessarily in that order, but but as the four teams to um, they're they're going to be in and around the the winners podium uh, come the end of the year now. So few doubts after after the way Mayo reacted now, but I th- I think it's going to be either Kerry or Mayo that that'll be the that'll be the winners. What do you see differently in Mayo this time round? Uh, I I would I didn't see anything different from them last weekend. I just, right. they, they managed to to lose that to lose that game now. But there there was a there was an edge to them. There was smart the way they were able to mix up their games throughout throughout the league and what they were the way they went about their business. There was there's there seemed to be something different about it. But then come the championship, they they played into a few old old bad habits and just didn't really think their way out of that game. 
I think that's that's the biggest thing that Mayo just love chaos. They love a hundred mile an hour, but sometimes they need to take the the foot off the gas and just just think it out and uh, yeah. maybe slow down the game. And, and Mayo just they, they didn't do that last weekend. Eamon McGee, thanks so much for coming on. Sweet off the ball Saturday. Mind yourself. Cheers. Take care now. Bye bye. 